Actually, one of the applications of our collaboration in sports neuroscience uh, had to do with testing. Um, I want you to explain what termed the warrior warrior gene. And we tested fighters, we tested athletic controls, and then we just had, I think, sedentary people. First, explain the genetics of the warrior versus warrior gene and why people in high-risk sports, be it fighting, it could be big wave surfing, it could be rock climbing. What is what is different about their behavior versus someone who would be more in the warrior class of, of you know the genotype? Yeah, and again, get a lot of why people should talk to each other across different fields. <laughs> so this, yeah, this is I, I don't know if you you, you know that sorry Tony. So basically, it's like I was studying a gene in my lab, and as you would call them, sedentary people, and I would just mm-hmm. call them research participants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a gene called the war, you know, the warrior slash warrior gene, and I was talking to Corey about it, and. He's like, he got really confused because he was like, okay, so you tested this in warriors. I'm like, no, just regular people. He's like, then how do you call it the warrior gene? I'm like, oh, <laughs> so we we did, like we, we tested it. And it was, I think the first time that gene has been tested in like MMA fighters, but it's a really interesting um, gene polymorphism because it's COMT gene, right? It produces an enzyme, right? So enzyme, you know, breaks down different, different molecules. So this particular enzyme breaks down dopamine. Um, so in other areas of your brain, you have a different mechanism to get rid of dopamine, right? A dopamine transporter in your frontal lobe, you mostly rely on this enzyme to break down dopamine. So if you have one version of it, the enzyme doesn't work very well. You're not breaking down dopamine as efficiently. And if you have the other version, right, you carry the other allele, you are breaking down a lot of dopamine, right? So we have one set of people that have ostensibly, right, lots of dopamine at rest, and another set of people that have less in their prefrontal cortex. So what we had, what we and other people find is that at rest, it's great. You know, you want to have more dopamine. And we've shown this in you know, other studies with women. They, they're less stressed, right? They feel better. They're like, cool, everything's awesome. <laughs> Except <laughs> when you get stressed, right? When you, when you add stress to the mix, that's also going to flood more dopamine into the prefrontal lobe. And it turns out that that's not good <laughs> because a lot of biology kind of works on an inverted U. So you want to be in that kind of Goldilocks zone of dopamine. Yep. So those people that were doing great in the Goldilocks zone at rest, now we push them over and they can't really function well under like high stress environment. They're not able to do those things we need our frontal lobe to like attention and you know thinking and processing. But then the other group where they were kind of on the other end of the of that inverted U, they were they had low dopamine at rest. But now we give them stress and they're in the Goldilocks zone. So they almost are in this situation where under stress, they get kind of optimal dopamine levels and they're performing amazingly, right? So they're able to think better, right? Their processing is better, their attention is better. And so these are the warriors, right? They perform much better under stress. Now, is there is there a sex difference regarding this? And I only ask that because it's almost always guys that do some of these crazy physical feats. I mean, if you look at big wave surfing, it's all guys. If you look at rock climbing, free solo climbing, it's mm-hmm. pretty much mostly guys. And the fight sport, obviously women are in, coming into the fight sport, but it's still mostly guys who say, I want to fight. So is there some sexual dimorphism there? Yeah, men. We could talk about men for days. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get Val in that conversation. <laughs> 
there is a sex difference in the sense that women have more dopaminergic projections going into their frontal lobes, about 30% more relative to men. Um, so it, it could be, but with men, with that risk-taking behavior, you know, we tend to look more at testosterone, especially in young people, because there is kind of a really close correlation between uh, traumatic brain injury and, and, and when men have peak testosterone levels. <laughs> Interesting. There's a reason I pay $800 a month for my son's car insurance. Oh. <laughs> it's I believe insurance company, they know statistics. <laughs> Whoa, 800. That's a lot. Holy crap. I know. I need to talk to you. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Oh my God. I'm probably you know, one, one thing in defense of women and risk-taking, doing like three aerials in midair and landing on a four-inch balance beam to me is kind of risk-taking. So kudos to the ladies in gymnastics out there. Yeah. You know, that's, that's pretty high risk in my view. Yeah, I mean, you, you at the same time, you know, you, 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 you want to have fear, right? Because, you know, this, the, one of these people who does you know, these free solo climbs, you put them in MRI machine, his amygdala isn't lighting up. So fear mm. is, is, it keeps us alive. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Some of these people, they just, their fear responses aren't healthy either. You want to have a, a, you know, a sort of right level that, you know, <laughs> the people, anxiety, it's sort of fear run, run amok. But the other end... <laughs> The muted amygdala is not all that good either. <laughs> so I think there's a whole list of things like just individual differences, amygdala responsivity, mm -hmm. you know, testosterone levels, testosterone with cortisol, you know, potentially that you know, comp T factor. Interesting. So with the amygdala response, are there? I assume there are people on the other the the, uh, the other side of that where they're in constant fear, like everything scares the crap. I mean, out that's them. anxiety. That's generalized anxiety. Oh, that's that, I mean, that's really what it is. It's just it's fear kind of gone haywire boy what a what a crappy way to live 